welcome to the Hyper Combo Finish Podcast number 10. Uh, I am your host, Chris McGuire, and joining me as usual is Marie Care. Hello, Chris. Hi. And so last week we gave one another homework, and uh, we wanted to play our favorite roguelikes at, the, at this current moment. I said, I did not recommend, but I said, you, you might want to try out Binding of Isaac, because I think it's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool things about it. I don't think you'll like it necessarily, but we'll see. And then you took that as a challenge. Indeed I did, Chris. <laughs> and you're like, well, screw you. I like things, so I'm going to go like this. Yes. I mean, isn't it about time that we had a game that we both liked? <laughs> it is about time. It's been a little while. Yes, it has. So um, here I am playing Binding of Isaac. And yes, and you played a lot, right? Yeah, I played many, many hours of Binding of Isaac. I've had 58 deaths. Um, I have uncovered 131 items. Wow. And I have beaten mom's leg once. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at this game. It's awful. So you just feel like you're bad mechanically at, at moving and dodging. Absolutely. Evasive maneuvers are always my big problem. Even in, like, Call of Duty, I just, uh, I don't know. What am I doing? Uh. But this, you know, I've never really played games like this. Do you remember Smash TV? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's the last game like this I ever played. Okay. And I really think it's basically that game, but with a Christian theme. Um, anywho, um, yeah, I've been playing it a lot, and I don't understand why I continue to play it. It is <laughs> baffling to me. So you're not enjoying it? I don't know. I, You know, when I'm playing other games that I like, there's like a really clear, like, wow, I really like the scenery, and Man, I really, I'm thinking of Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm, I, mean, I really like hanging out with my friends, right? Because the characters are so cool. And I, I like seeing things and finding out what happens next in the narrative. But there's none of that with Binding of Isaac. So, it, I mean, I must be something this game because I keep playing it. But so I, it, I don't know is, what it it's is. It's driving something compulsive inside of you. Indeed. Like right now, I would like to play the game. I would like to see how far I could get and whether or not I could kill a mom's next leg. I don't know what happens next, actually. Yeah, actually, uh, what's next is, is is another thing. Yeah, so you've, you've only beat the first iteration of mom once. Um, Great. So you've died a lot. <laughs> I've died a, a whole lot. And I it's the evasive maneuvers, I think. It's like... And I also like lose patience, yeah. you know, for because like, oh, it's the same old... I, I really hate the, the enemy that's throwing you a bone. I always call him throw him a bone. The, the, sc the skullhead guys. Yeah, and he throws you a bone. That yes. guy? Fucking hate that guy. Yeah, that guy is actually really hard to dodge. Yeah, so I, I just can't. Ah, and it's just... why. And then I get into one of those big rooms full of everything. It's... Why? Why? Why is this uh, happening? And it's I love frustrating. those rooms. <laughs> really. I just... Uh, I go for the small rooms. Um, I don't well, know. The thing that drives me in this game is that you get weird items that change your abilities constantly and they're almost always different like it's kind of rare to get something you've seen before you know when you're you just started playing um so have you gotten any like neat combinations of things that that came out cool or not really well the one time that i beat mom's leg i got i think just the holy grail of seeds or something because i got like everything i had this um i don't know what it was but it changed my tears in every single room Mm -hmm. So that my tears had a buff on them, like the P tears <laughs> or the whatever, the multi tears, the psycho tears, uh, all those things. And I 
I got like a million different items in that run, and I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I beat it. So, right, so, yeah. so you're using the seated runs a lot. Well, no, I only did it once. Okay. I, I was like, oh, I, I, I found that thing that changed my tears. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. I want to try that again. And I, I took a picture of the seed and I redid it. And then I beat mom's leg because it was just like a really lucky one. Yeah. And God, God came to me. And oh, it's, wow. I saw God. Did you see? Have you seen God? I don't think I have. Yeah, there was like an angel with a blank round head. You know how there's those Satan rooms? Yeah, yes. there was like there's I got two angel rooms in that seed. Oh yeah, yeah, I've gotten those rooms. Okay, um, yeah, that was God. I'm pretty sure. Cool. Well, that brings me to another subject, Chris, that I was wondering about. You like this game a lot, and you consider yourself a Christian. Um, you were born on Christmas Eve. You may, in fact, be Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the themes are pretty anti-Christian, I would say. And how do you feel about that? I mean, it doesn't seem to diminish your enjoyment of the game in any way. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, I'm kind of a weirdo where I I keep an open mind about most things. So when it, it comes to like, oh, this thing that you're into, I'm not into it. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Let me explore why you think that way. Ugh, that and sounds exhausting. <laughs> I guess it could be. It's more exhausting to me, though, just to like slam my head and just be like, this is the way things are. Damn it. Uh. Um, and uh, I find that exhausting. But... It, it doesn't bug me. And, you know, I'm actually not even necessarily reading it as anti-Christian, per se. Like, hmm. there's, it's definitely, like, a scathing critique of many aspects of certain sects of, of, like, what do you call it? Midwest Christianity, almost. I would say, like, evangelical Christian. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. And, and it, okay. it's certainly... It's definitely a harsh critique on certain aspects of that. Um, but I think it's fascinating to just walk through and be like, this, I don't know, Edmund McMillan is a really creative dude. And just seeing what he comes out with, even if it's stuff that I don't necessarily agree with or have experienced, like, I still, I'm down with it. Hmm. Um, and I grew up, like, my favorite kind of music is it's punk rock music. And a lot of the times the themes that are being expressed in punk rock, I'm like, mm, I don't think that's really true. But the music's awesome, <laughs> so I like it anyway. It's okay. kind of like that. Well, that's like a nice, even keel approach to disagreements, because I would just be like, uh, what? Why? Because, you know, I've seen criticism online that this uh, game is also um, misogynistic because oh, yeah. mom is so terrible. I am ostensibly a chick, as far as I know. Um, did, did you feel that the game was misogynistic? No, I, that's the weird thing. I didn't. I thought, yeah, moms can suck. And individual people can be terrible, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, people have gotten really wrapped around the idea of representation in media. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it... God, it's going to come down to a not every... But... <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I'm that guy now. But no, it's just... Just seeing a representation of one character being a certain way doesn't mean that they represent... You know, mom does not represent all women, all white people, all Christians. You know, I'm okay. This is just how this character is. And... I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I actually felt it was a stronger anti-Christian or anti-evangelical Christian uh, critique than uh, a misogynistic one, right? Certainly. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely where the vitriol is like, it's pointed for sure. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is about, well, I guess there is stuff like about mom's bra, which is terrifying to people. <laughs> um, yeah, but it explores those really dark themes of being a child. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and I think a lot of it just really hits home because you're seeing this all through Isaac's eyes. And Isaac is a little, tiny, naked kid who's terrified. So um, in our last uh, podcast, you brought up the, the point that Isaac could be an unreliable narrator. Yes. And, um, okay, first of all, his worst fears. The one with the toilet paper I can absolutely relate to. 
That's yes. terrifying. <laughs> but like people like projectile pooping on him or his wearing a wig in public, things like that. Uh, it was very odd, some of these kids' fears. And so I was wondering like how much of this is just Isaac's imagination and uh, how much of it is uh, actual reality. Tell yeah, me, I, Chris. Uh, well, I mean, it's up to it's subject to interpretation, right? But I feel that almost all of it is a hallucination of some kind of uh, that these things. He's not actually being attacked by creatures. That this is all in his head, and he's fighting a battle in his head. <laughs> Those aren't real. <laughs> Holy shit! The little poop monsters aren't real, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. Why am believe I it or not, this? I don't believe there are actually sentient poop monsters. <sighs> but um, it doesn't matter because it's real to Isaac. Uh, oh, thanks, literary criticism, dude. Um, the, I just want to say that the little poop monsters are my favorite. They They're look pretty cute. They look happy to be there. They're super <laughs> stoked, yo. So, so have you picked up, I don't know, did you play the original Legend of Zelda game on the NES? Yes, I did. A lot of this game is directly pulled from that, I feel. Yes, the sound of the key when you pick up the key. Yes, uh, like the way the mini-map's Zelda. presented. Um mm-hmm. Just the the act of moving through single room areas uh, is is very very Zelda, um, and actually now that you mentioned those tiny little poop guys remind me just exactly of the little blobby characters exactly. in the original Legend of Zelda. They they move the same, mm-hmm. um, yeah they're cute. <laughs> so it's like this guy was all hey I'm gonna make a Zelda for my generation. This is gonna be <laughs> full of poop. <laughs> yes, kind of. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's Every good. everything everything in the game though makes this weird twisted sense in its own world, and that's what I've kind of enjoyed doing. It's like, oh, what does this item do? Oh, it makes you spray pee out of your nose. Of course, Obs- <laughs> obviously, yes. Well, you got so- a, you, you got a game cartridge with Super Mario on it, and now you can jump. Um, yes, awesome. There's one that turned me into Pac-Man. I got oh, that. Oh yeah, that one's really cool because um every all it turns all the enemies blue, and you can eat them. Yes, that was fun. That was, I, I, you know, Gertie was the bane of my existence in the early, I don't know, first 25 plays. Yes. <laughs> and so I just ate him one time. So. Oh, uh, I bet you felt like a boss. I did. I, I ate the boss because I am the boss. So it, it is giving you those kind of like momentary brief glimpses of like, oh, endorphins. It sounds yes. like. Yes. Maybe that's what it is. It's just that, I, you know, I'm not, I'm a very anti-frustration person in my daily life. I live in San Francisco. It is 70 degrees today. I don't have to deal with a lot of bullshit. And I, I'm thinking like, hey, I don't want to play this frustrating game is how I approached it at first. But there is some something to be said for overcoming that frustration and succeeding. I still yeah. don't know if I'm calling it fun, but um, <laughs> it, it there's some sort of sense of fulfillment, let's say. I, I think it's... it might be one of the first times that you're experiencing a game the way I enjoy a game. Because <laughs> <laughs> I live for exactly that, that thing that you are, that is new to you. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I back in the day when these were the only kinds of games really that you could play, that must have been exactly what I was doing. Like Galaga. I used yeah. to play the fuck out of Galaga for no other reason than to get my name on the high score screen. And that that's, I feel, even far more pun. It's, it's just as punishing, but it's more tedious because it's the same every time. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and there's no like special uh, buffs that make you amazing ever. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So did you get into any of the um, kind of random elements, like the pills? Um, like, did you find that, that those sort of choices fun? Yes, but it's just, okay, so explain to me. The pills, I'm pretty sure that certain pills mean certain things, but I'm also kind of suspecting that they're playing shenanigans with me. 
They do. Every every <sighs> time you run a game, the the colors are different. Um, That's ugh, bastards. Because usually, pretty consistently, I've seen white with white and yellow speckles be amnesia. Mm-hmm. And then one time it was a blue and yellow, and I, I just about threw my uh, controller through the screen. Yeah, I was, you, like, so pissed. Basically, every run, just consider everything has been completely randomized. So, um, do you take the pills? I do early on. Um, what's cool about the pills is when once you take them, the game remembers what that color does for you when you pick okay. it up. excellent. So if you get one and it's amnesia, you know, you learned, oh, crap, this one gives me amnesia. And the next time you pick it up, it'll say amnesia, so you don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing wrong, Chris? What am I well, doing I, wrong? It sounds like a lot of it is just mechanics and, you know, moving around space and shooting. I mean, I, I'd love to watch you play, but it sounds like it's just, it's hard. Like, it is hard. Uh, what's interesting, I've been playing the game a bunch as well, and I got actually, I got to a point where I beat, like, the third iteration of what the final boss is. Jesus. And, and there's two options. It's like, oh, you can get uh, a new item, or you can go further down into another level. <laughs> And I chose, oh, let's see what happens if I do another level. And then the game was like, you just unlocked. Everything is terrible. Now the game is permanently harder for you, always. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, well cool. But it was one, <laughs> the game just decided to be permanently harder. Um, but, but can't you just start a new file? Yeah, you could start a new yeah, file. Okay. Okay. But I'm enjoying this. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you would. Um, you would enjoy Well, yeah, this. I, I went online. I was like, is this really permanent? And people are like, yeah, this is really permanent. And if you obtained it, like, it should be no problem for you because you've already gone through a lot of crap. Ah, well, you're um, the super badass, so I'm, I'm I never going so. to be that. I'm never going to be that. Not in this game. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, it's one of those games where there isn't really a win state. Um, well, can, fuck that. <laughs> you can, you, I mean, you beat mom and you won, right? Uh, no, I just started over again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just I, like you I, beat any game and you start over. No, I don't. I didn't beat Dragon Age Inquisition and start over. I'm well, waiting that's true. for DLC. Dragon Age, Dragon Age takes longer than 15 minutes to beat a run. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And the time I beat Mama, it took me 40 minutes. Oh, um, cool. Wow. Yeah. You... Do you explore like every level as full as you can before Absolutely. you jump to the next Absolutely. Do one? you not? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. Totally. I, I like try to blow up for the secret rooms I'm, if I have enough bombs. Oh, on that magical seed, which I may just send you, I also got something where it gave me 99 bombs and $99. <laughs> and I was just like, bomb, 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 bomb. Dollar, so, dollar, dollar, dollar. Exactly. Dollar. I was just like buying shit. It was amazing. And at the end, I couldn't really see Isaac under all the crap I had on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's become some horrible monster of crap thrown on his face. Yeah, he was a very unattractive little boy. I, I, <laughs> oh, that's very cruel. I shouldn't say that about... He was... Um, he could work on it. <laughs> <laughs> he could work on wearing pants. I know, maybe. I don't, his mom took them away because... She did. Sin. Because God told her to. Yeah, that happens. Or at least who she believes God is told her to. <laughs> yes, something. Oh, 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 oh. Why is dad so cool? Oh, wait, there's a dad? Yeah, did you not get daddy long legs? No. Daddy loves you, and he has his long legs, and he'll stomp your monsters for you. Oh, that's so cool. Also in this seed. Should I send you the seed? I think yeah, I'm, yeah, send me that seed. That sounds okay. cool. Yeah, he, if you, you explore everywhere, you'll find that the daddy loves you, and he will stomp on every like third or fourth monster or something. That is actually a fascinating thing for the lore. Now I gotta, yeah. now I gotta play it. Well, it, then there's a sister who loves you, right? Sissy? The spider or something? Oh. Yeah. And she she uh, gives birth to tiny blue spiders that protect you? <laughs> That's cool. 
Is it not? Uh, maybe I'm misreading things. Maybe these are all acid flashbacks. And maybe, but no that's idea. fine. Except I've never taken acid, so <laughs> it would be uh, really weird. Ha- have you unlocked any other characters yet? Um, just uh, Lazarus. Okay, Lazarus is interesting because he dies and comes back. Yes, but you only get like one heart. Yes. That blows. Yeah, I, I got an item at one point that gave me nine lives. Um, what? But, but by the time I got to a point where I was dying, it was really hard to get anywhere with one heart. <laughs> yes, yes, that sucks. Yeah, did you ever get the, the item X-ray specs? No, what does that do? It lets you see all secret doors, every hidden bomb of the wall. <gasps> it's incredible. That sounds good. Why are we doing a podcast right now? I need to We play. should just play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly thinking about putting this up on Twitch so you could tell me what I'm doing wrong. I think it's just that I get pissed and I get frustrated and I stop trying. Yeah, you, you kind of have to play the game careful and um, keeping you, yourself careful is a big challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, now I'm in like depths two and they're like, really? And the music's a drag, man. And I can't <laughs> keep doing this. And, and, and you did... get to the point where the wall spiders are vomiting columns of blood at you. Yeah, what? I hate those guys. Those are my least favorite dudes. The ones that go up like like vertically and horizontally, the slow yeah. wall dudes. Fuck them. Oh, they suck. Yeah, they're anyway. annoying. <laughs> I feel sad that I have nothing more articulate to say about the enemies than fuck them. They suck. But that's exactly what they do. Yeah. They do suck. you ever feel bad that you are beating up malformed children? Um, no. Should I? I don't know. I mean, I sometimes do. I'm like, I'm beating up, you know, horribly deformed children who are locked in a basement. Um, well, huh. I mean, I, most of them are trying to kill me. Some of them aren't, though, like the crying fly babies. That's they make exactly what I was thinking. That, uh-huh, those guys. Yeah, they try to get away from you, and they can't help that they're spewing flies at you. And they also have sometimes bombs embedded in their heads. Yeah. Oh, the, the troll bombs in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I thought was happening, though, and maybe this is a subconscious thing that, that you just articulated earlier, that those babies, all the baby iterations were just... Isaac's psyche, yes. right? Like the malformed parts of his own life or things he could have been or things he was by dying in this um, dungeon. Yeah. That's, uh, so I was like, he's hurting. He's killing those bad things about himself and overcoming them. Totally. Sure. Uh, that's kind of how I'm reading a lot of it, actually. Um, but he's also destroying himself to do so because <laughs> as you pick up items that give you buffs, you get, you know, you get tumors and horrible things happen to you. Um, hey, man, that's just life, bro. That's just that's just living. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's interesting is the the creator, Ed, Edmund, uh, he hasn't really said a whole lot about like the background of it, but he has said that every character in the game is actually just Isaac. So like Maggie is just Isaac wearing a wig, pretending to be a girl. Um, Lazarus oh, yeah. is just Isaac, uh, which is an interesting way to think about all the characters. Yeah, Lazarus is a ginger Isaac. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but what about the mom and then the, the dad and the sister? And... Well, that stuff uh, but... I, don't, I don't know at all. I mean, mom, I assume, is just crazy mom. Well, the one thing that you notice is that so all of the monsters live within the frame of the dungeon, right? Yes. But whenever, like, uh, mom or even dad supersede, it's laid on top as though they're invading the dungeon from perhaps reality. Well, that's true. Yeah, just coming into that world. Yeah. I read a book one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool observation. Now I'm going to have to go through the game and see that there's a lot of uh, helper items and things that come from outside the frame and just see which ones do that. Um, yeah. 
So I'll send you that seed though, so you can get dad because yeah, it's like this really long skinny leg that comes from outside the frame and cool. lays down on top of them. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it. It's how I won. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think you're gonna play some more? Yeah, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna fucking play. I, but the, the thing is, I don't. Why? Why am I playing? I, it's I'm, I'm really curious to see where this road leads you because it, uh, it's, it's gotten its hooks into you, and that's really what I was curious about. If it would do that. Yeah, I mean, it took a while, honestly. Like the first twenty plays, the first twenty deaths, I should say. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm only playing because I want to talk about it with Chris." But then, <laughs> and then it just didn't seem like no, that wasn't a, a, an adequate excuse. <laughs> After a while, I was like, no, I'm just playing for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I, I wouldn't call it fun, but I'm having something. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so as part of our, our trade for roguelikes, I, I played Don't Starve. Yay! Um, and I, I've actually, more specifically, I was playing Don't Starve Together, uh, which my wife got me. And uh, we, we actually played it together last night. Ooh. Which was kind of cool. Um, so I've never played the uh, the multiplayer version. Yeah, my, my wife was saying it's, it's, as far as she can tell so far, it's almost identical in terms of gameplay. Only there's two of us. <laughs> That's nice. That would be like so soothing because sometimes the game is very terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like Minecraft in that way. In many ways, but um, you know, when you're playing a multiplayer server in Minecraft, it's the same as one player. It's just there's someone else. Yes. And you can so go- how did you like it, Chris? Uh, I, I liked it. You know, there's still a lot I have to learn about it. I've only put, you know, uh, a handful of hours into it. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I'm just discovering. And I'm, I'm kind of purposely not reading anything about it so that I'm, I'm figuring it out myself. Oh, that's fun. Because um, that's how I like to play Isaac. I know that there's a wiki that tells me what every item does. And I, I like the surprise. Ooh, that would um, be useful. But yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know there's a similar one for Don't Starve. Um, and there's a ton of crafting in this game. That's is way more crafting than I expected. So is that a bad or a good thing? It's, it's just a different thing. It's it's mm-hmm. way slower paced than Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You know, Don't Starve isn't a game where I'd be like, I have 15 minutes. Let me play it. Don't no. Starve, it's kind of more of like, I have an hour, you know. <laughs> Don't Starve, I think my record for playing Don't Starve Straight is six hours. Wow. Yeah. I like that game. Yeah. How many, how many uh, day cycles have you gone through? The longest one I ever had was 161 days. That's so many. Cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure there are people who have done many, many more. Yeah. That was I'm, that was good for me. What's interesting, I, I dropped into the game and I, I wasn't given a premise. At least this version of the game doesn't give you any story at all. Oh. It's just like, pick a character, now you're in the woods. Um, <laughs> is there a story given in the, the single player version? Um, yeah, there's sort of like a, a prologue, which you can skip and just go through the menu. Um, you know, you're this inventor guy, the main guy. Winston? And Yes, Winston. And um, you're doing some experiments. And then some evil dude, you hear his voice on the radio. Something happens and you wake up in that wilderness. And he's all, hey, if you'd like to survive, I suggest you eat something. That's <laughs> so just, just about it. Kind of transported and yes. you know, like deal with life. Yes. And I, I, you know, again, I haven't spent a lot of time on the wikis, but my interpretation is all like, oh, you're a scientist, eh? Well, I'm a sort of a scientist. This is like the devil or some demon. And I'd like to see how you'd handle yourself in my experiment. And then you are set up in this sort of rat maze that is the game. I I learned just by messing around that the select brings up a map, uh, which was very, very (laughs) useful. That does help. (laughs) What are you playing on? I'm playing on PC. Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when we were playing together, we were actually playing on two. I was playing on the big screen on the computer, and uh, my wife was playing on the on her laptop on the couch next to me, which was kind of neat. That's nice. That sounds lovely. Ben hates that game. He won't yeah. play. I mean, I imagine it's really boring to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. He will leave the room. But it's fascinating for me. I mean, the crafting is so fun. Yeah, there's and, a, it gets really deep, and I've got a lot to learn. Like, it, it took me a while to make a science machine because it was hard to find gold. And oh. I imagine it's supposed to be hard to find gold. <laughs> Not always. Sometimes I've gotten into a place where it's just like all of those giant birds and gold. Okay. So, I don't know. It's just, But I've been playing for, like, years. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. And, huh. and nothing, and you know, the, the game doesn't really explain itself a bunch. It's just enough to learn what's going on. P- creatures would attack me, like the spiders, and yes. I'd have an axe. I'm like, well, I should be able to kill a spider with an axe, but it took like 20 hits <laughs> forever. Well, yeah, because that's not the ideal tool. You're a scientist. Come on. Yeah, so I guess a spear would be much better. A spear would be fantastic for killing an animal. <laughs> Unless that spider is made out of tree. Right. But what? Which char- have you unlocked any characters? I, I'm not, again, familiar with the multiplayer, but it, it, do you get... It seems to have come unlocked with like eight characters. Okay. Because uh, my favorite is Woody. Oh, I don't think I have that one yet. Oh, oh, Woody. He has his own axe. Sweet. I don't want to spoil it for you, but something very special happens to Woody. <laughs> something very, very special. I enjoyed um, that you, the, the scientist grows a beard. Um mm-hmm. And that is his special thing, which isn't a good thing. Growing a beard makes you more crazy, apparently. <laughs> but you can cut your whiskers off if you create a razor and you can yeah. use those whiskers for And things. then your sanity goes back up, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that when your sanity depletes, you can. there are certain creatures that are available to you then and only then. I did not know that. I had a yeah. thing. Uh, there was this weird, horrible-looking like monster following me that was acting as a chest that I could put items into. He's not horrible! Oh! Chester? Well, he's terrifying looking. Oh he looks my like God. something out of the movie Beetlejuice. He's such a sweet little fuck. Oh my God. So does he I... only exist when you're crazy? Or... No, he oh. exists. Oh, maybe you're only seeing the negative version of him. But no, Chester is adorable. I have a plush of him. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, he's so sweet. And he holds your <laughs> shit. He, and like when you're sane, he, he looks like a, like a yappy little dog with a big tongue hanging out. Oh, yeah. I must have been seeing a nightmare version because that's mm-hmm. not what I saw. Oh, yeah. He's very sweet. Cool. Oh, my goodness. I have to send you a picture. <laughs> but overall, how would you say it compares to Binding of Isaac? They scratch very different itches. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel more compelled to play Isaac. Um, it's got that every room is a fight. And, it, you know, it seems like um, Don't Starve is less about the mechanics of fighting. Like, it's all the fights I've gotten to so far have been kite, you know. Run, run, stab. Run, run, stab. So it, it's it's less interesting mechanically, but the crafting system is way deeper, and I'm I'm really interested actually in building like a base. I haven't done that yet. Building farms and a base, and you know that Minecraft itch. Yeah, I love that, and I love that about the game, and um, that what is what makes it so incredibly disappointing when you finally die because of the length of time it takes you to establish that base and all the precautions you take, and somehow you die in a stupid, stupid way, and all of your last hundred sixty-one days in the game are for not, and it's just that's the game where it's like I'm I'm frustrated with Isaac. I get mad. I'll stop playing for like ten minutes. With uh, Don't Starve, I get mad and I'll stop playing for months. Yeah. <laughs> because so much more is on at stake. Yes. And you're so invested just building all these things. Um, you know, you can eventually have, you know, creatures that you take care of. Oh, yeah. it's up to, It would be like if Minecraft lost the world every time you died. Uh, I think I heard it. It was described to me once as the Farmville of roguelikes. <laughs> 
And I, I see that. And yes, it has the, that Farm Bill social um, aspect where it's like, I'm making things and it's really fulfilling in an immediate sort of way. But then it's a roguelike and it's like, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed that because you'll never have it again. Right. <laughs> uh, but I like time. it. I think I'll play, you know, when I want something a little more mellow. When something longer. <laughs> Isaac fun. is not mellow. No, um, it's not. It's the one intense. thing actually I think I wish that the game did a little different. Um, Don't Starve is I love the art style. It's got a lot of character, but the color palette actually starts to feel monotonous. Um, even really? when it's daytime, it's pretty dark and monochrome. And I understand that's a stylistic decision. Like it's kind of this gothy sort of thing. But when the the sun comes up and it's like, well, it's barely brighter. <laughs> well, which hmm. I stare at a lot of brown. Well, maybe it's the environment you're in. It might you be. Know, there are like green meadows that you can go to with flowers and even butterflies. The green sort of brown, and even the the seas, the impassable seas, are kind of this dark blue. And uh, it's all very pretty, but when you're staring at it for hours, it's kind of like mm, I wish there were some some reds. <laughs> but there are red birds and red see I, red butterflies. I I really like the art style as the thing. Yes. Yeah. Maybe your monitor it, needs. Just, work or something it's on a big tv which has great color i'll play it elsewhere but you don't feel like the game's sort of desaturated in general i mean certain locations like in graveyards or in the the big plains areas where you see beefalo okay yeah but didn't you go to like a green area where there's honeybees and shit yeah there's color maybe it's just my eyes yeah maybe you're old fucker <laughs> it's all um, your fault so yeah we've been playing a lot of games where we die a lot so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I got that going for me. <laughs> Getting more comfortable with the idea of mortality. You know, I guess yeah. that's useful. <laughs> yeah, great. But I respawn, so that's misleading. That is misleading. Right? The mm. the other, the actually new fancy triple A game I've been playing where I die a lot is Alien Resurrection. <gasps> I've been wanting to play, but afraid to play. Yeah, it's it's a scary game. Is it? Like, is it? I, I feel like it's what Dead Space should have been. Right? Because in Dead Space, you're some engineer dude who's not really equipped to fight. And isn't that the same sort of thing in Alien Resurrection? Yes, it's absolutely not a combat game. Like, when, awesome. whenever you avoid combat whenever possible, and usually when combat happens, you just die. Um, <laughs> basically, whenever the alien finds you, you die immediately. So what kind of scares are there? Are they, like, those jump scares, or is it, like, building tension? I, I'm really curious, and seriously, I'm not sure I can play it. There's a little bit of both. There's there's okay. a number of jump scares. Like, there's a couple times you're walking down a corridor, and the corridor will just explode with a fireball. Because <laughs> the station you're on is exploding bits of it. Um, oh, and, that's and that's fun. just like, oh, got a jump scare. Uh, the alien itself is rarely a jump scare, because um, you have this uh, motion tracker that you go around with. And, and once you get it, like most of the game is spent staring at this motion tracker as you're moving around trying not to get killed. And it's great at building gameplay tension. The whole thing is trying to run around and get supplies and get the materials you need to, to survive without getting killed by this alien or the horrible androids or other humans who just shoot on sight. <laughs> oh. Um, See, I didn't know there were other humans. I, for some reason, expected you to be completely alone and isolated. Yeah, because, and, and yeah. sometimes I wish that was the case because I was like, I could deal with the aliens, but the aliens and these humans is a little too much. Ugh. But what's fun is you can sick the alien on the humans to get them out of your way. That's um, awful. The aliens, when all, uh, they're jerks, though. They, they see you <laughs> and they just shoot at you. They're like, oh, stay away from my food, man. And they just shoot you in the face. So they should die. 
Right, and you can craft and this item. My favorite item in the game <laughs> is a noisemaker. So it's this grenade-shaped thing that you throw, and it just makes noise that attract the alien. <laughs> so That's when dudes, awful. yeah, so when like they'll they'll be this bunker-down group of six humans with guns, and I'm like, I hate those guys. I'll just throw the noisemaker at them, and the alien eats them all. It's awesome. Jeez, remind me to stay away from you in the apocalypse. <laughs> They just don't shoot me, and it's all good. <laughs> okay, we'll see. How do I know you're not trying to steal my shit? What if you're trying to steal their shit? <laughs> well, why don't they ask me first? Well, did you steal their shit after they were dead? After they were dead, absolutely. Mm, I see. <laughs> so they weren't wrong necessarily. Uh, they weren't. They were wrong to. Sh- they were wrong to make uh, an enemy of me. <laughs> <laughs> don't cross me, bitches. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So you, you have a gun in the game. You, you pick one up eventually and you pick up bullets, but really they're sort of useless. The alien doesn't, isn't affected by them and the androids don't care. Um, <laughs> they'll kill humans, but uh, it, it's hard to kill them even still. So huh. like I barely have used this gun. Um, I've used a lot of noisemakers though. <laughs> <laughs> well, could the gun be like a noisemaker? Yes. What I would think. Uh, it, yeah. it, it will definitely bring the alien to you. <laughs> Is this a kind of game that I should play? It really depends. Like, there are... It, it will terrify you. Okay. Um, mm. And the gameplay is great at that. Like I was saying, like, you're slinking around with this motion tracker out, and the motion tracker only has a limited range. Um, <laughs> so you have to point in a specific direction, and when the alien's close, you know, it'll beep, and you'll see the dot of where the alien is coming. Uh, but it will also show that beep for humans and androids, too. So you, you're not necessarily sure what it is. If there's, Sometimes there's multiple dots, and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> That sucks. Can't you engineer something fancier, more useful? Not Come yet. On. It's actually uh. it is really useful. Like without this thing, I'd be dead all the time. Oh. It's a it's a stealth game, basically. It's a stealth horror game. Uh, you move very slowly. You use the environment a lot. You you jump into cabinets. Uh, you jump into vents. You crawl through vents. Uh, it's great. the The, the problem is actually uh, the problem I have with a lot of AAA games is when the story jumps in. And interrupts my game, I get really pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you hate story. I do hate story because, and especially in this game, it's so good at building tension through the gameplay. It's made these systems and these environments where it naturally happens, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you walk into a door and suddenly a cutscene happens and you have no agency and I get mad. Well, I can imagine that, especially for a person like me who can't handle all of the tension all of the time, it would be nice reprieve. You know, and these little cutscenes is like, oh, thank God. I can, oh, yeah. Like, I breathe. mean, I, I, in that point, you're just like, well, I have no control. So great. But it does. It, it squashes the tension. Hmm. And that, that could be something that's nice because the tension's really high. But let, let me give you an example. So I'm going through this level and I'm supposed to get to this engine room or whatever. And uh, I'm going through and I'm, I'm crawling under under uh, cabinets and like attracting the alien the wrong direction so I can get there. And I'm walking really carefully and using the meter all the time so I can motion track the alien. So careful every step of the way. And I get to this door and it's my, my objective. And a cutscene starts and my character just kind of walks in really fast, not holding the motion sensor out at all. And the alien pops down. And I'm like, well, of <laughs> course the alien popped down. You weren't looking. She acted in a way that was opposite to the way I had been playing. Mm. And I, I was like, Ugh, yeah, rookie mistake. Come on. <laughs> I can see that. That would break the narrative for me, too. Um, yeah. I mean, but it's fine. I mean, it's not like the story's bad so far. It's it's a lot like the first alien movie. Um, yeah. I mean, how, how much story do you really need in an alien movie, right? It's, yeah, you don't need tons. Yeah. Here's an alien. Don't die. Yeah. Yeah. 
although they've they've done a great job of building the world out like you learn a lot about this corporation and uh how they make the androids and why the androids are going crazy and breaking asimov's rules <laughs> um, really is it canon so are they it's like i, I assume you're talking about whale and emprise enterprises uh right? it's it, actually in this game it's siegson Oh, uh, that's somebody but, else then. Yeah, but they do. In, uh, th- there are t- crossovers with Whalen. Um, mm. It's it is lore. It is canon, I believe. Okay. To make this game, they they spent a lot of time talking to the original filmmakers, and they got like the the movie bible from the original movie. So like they care <laughs> a lot. Interesting, because I really liked the sort of the world, the lore. Oh, dude, if you it- like that, you would like to play this game. You might want to. I don't know. It might be too scary. Uh, <laughs> you're painting me like a pussy but no the thing you're not is, it's just okay. i'm thinking about your health <laughs> yeah so i for listeners i have a heart problem <laughs> so um sometimes uh jump scares can put me on the floor and with palpitations so yeah and and that's... i could if anything's gonna make that happen to you parts of this game could okay um, it's not that i'm just a sissy no Wait, that's she... that's sexist it's not that i'm square i don't what's a non-sexist thing to say <laughs> A Frady cat? Oh, that's like bias oh, that's against cats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's nothing to say. You can't you can't say anything without insulting someone. I don't I don't give a fuck about cats, so that's fuck it. I'm a Frady cat. <laughs> cats suck. Suck my dick. If if you love that world, though, actually, like going into this has made me really interested in the lore of Alien, and I never saw the first film to completion, and I just watched it because of this game. Oh. And I downloaded like the 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 four alien movies, and I'm gonna watch them all. And everyone's like, the first one's the best one, and then they yeah. mess it up. Yeah, they do ruin it. Like oh, the one with Winona Ryder is terrible. Oh my god! I saw that one in movies, actually. Oh, why? <laughs> why? That's a terrible one. And Prometheus was in, an incredible disappointment. Yeah, uh, but the the lore is great. They uh, you you're walking around. The environment's wonderful. It's a beautiful game. They really do the world justice. It's one of the best looking games I've ever played. That's interesting. Yeah. And there's huh. um, a lot of, like, you go into terminals to open doors and turn on systems and things. And uh, there's usually emails in there that's part of the lore. And I've been reading every single one, which is something that I don't do in, like, games like Dragon Age. But in this game, like, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. That's fascinating. Yeah, because I'm usually really into stories and, you know, in Oblivion or Skyrim, I don't read all the, like, the books and the little notes left for you. It's just too much. Yeah. Kill, bro. yeah. In this, I think you might. You might be into it. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if there's a way to tone down the jump scares. Yeah, I think maybe simply playing it with not too much volume might help. <laughs> really. Uh, the, the thing is, like, the game naturally, like, when people are talking, it's at a pretty hushed tone. So you have to turn the volume up pretty loud to hear them. And then when you get into actually, like, crawling around, when an explosion happens, it freaks you out. Um, so you could go into the game and like turn up the voice volume and turn down the other volume and it it actually might help a lot. Well, I always play with subtitles anyway. Okay. Then just turn it all down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Audio is a lot of it. The the music in the game is great. Like when the alien is near you, it plays terrifying music. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kind of want the experience. We'll, We'll see. I mean... You yeah, know. give it a shot. Give it a shot with uh, with your fiance in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you have an adult at all times. <laughs> and like some, what is the defibrillation paddles yeah. nearby. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived long enough. <laughs> it's been a good run. I'll play this exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah, why not? Go out with a bang. But so wait, I just out of my own curiosity, did you stop playing Far Cry? You know, I did stop playing Far Cry. Why? Um... <laughs> 
because you didn't like it? I got sort of bored. You know, I'll probably yeah. come back to it eventually, but um, nothing's driving me forward in that game. Huh, not even the naked chick. Not even the naked chick. Oh, she's so naked, though. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll try to beat that one, too. I've, I've been making pretty good progress through Alien, and uh, I've been playing... Um, Bravely Default, which is a JRPG on the 3DS a lot. I'm almost done that, which I've been loving. And uh, maybe we'll talk about some. I, I heard a friend of yours was mad that we don't talk about <laughs> Japanese games on the show. So yes. maybe next time we will. Well, I'm just not a big JRPG person in general. So yeah. it's not, not really my thing, bro. But yes, yeah. we should pay some homage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it some lip service. <laughs> Word. Oh, Japanese games. I did play, I think, the last... Strictly Japanese game I played was Persona 4. Did you like that? It was all right. <laughs> yeah, I never played any of those. Um, we all live in a web of relationships. So um, <laughs> that's what the song, that's like the opening song is. And that's what the, the game is about. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been, I, I love Japanese games. Um, I love, I mean, obviously Nintendo, everything are my favorite games. Um, but <sighs> I also love JRPGs in general. I stopped playing Final Fantasy at the PlayStation age. Everyone loves Final Fantasy VII, and at that point I was like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's like a game I actually did play. Did you enjoy that one? No, but I don't like JRPGs. Right, and that is as JRPG as you get. It's so JRPG. The hair alone is just overwhelming. I can't can't with that game. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, we can try that. Uh, I'm willing to at least listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about our experiences, and I'd love to hear what you hate. <laughs> yes, I, mostly the hair. Yeah. Yeah. We'll if you're going to hate someone, it should be based on their appearance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you to everyone for listening. Do you have anything at the end to say, Marie? Um, I'm sad that I keep playing this game, and I wish I could stop, but I'm going to keep playing it. Binding of Isaac forever. Binding Isaac forever. (laughs) Catch you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.